All right, here we go. Another podcast for you guys this week. I told you it's going to be a quick one following up on Sundays, or Mondays, actually. So we will probably drop this uh, this coming Sunday. That way it's kind of a regular deal. But um, so heading into this podcast, I got a guest in-house. We will say, because he's here, he gets first billing tonight. So this podcast is brought to you by biologists and fly geeks at Ascent Fly Fishing. If you are ready to stop guessing and start catching more fish every trip to the river, let the team at Ascent Fly Fishing match your hatch. Just tell them when and where you're fishing and they will build you a fly selection down to the life cycle of the bugs on the water that you are when you are fishing it. So with that being said, I've got Pete in house. Hey, thanks for having me back, Steve. What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing well. Just uh, running and gunning and uh, trying to fish like everyone else. Exactly. It's tough. It's tough fishing and trying to do a bunch of other shit. It is. You I, know, you, I know you, that. You're in the industry. You've got to make sure everyone else is catching fish, too. So that's, that's my, my, my first priority. Yep. So uh, do we still have the code for the DVD? Is that still active? So um, actually, trout, if you use the code TROUTPORN at checkout on Ascent Fly Fishing, it'll get you 10% off of your first order. So, so use it. Bugs, boxes, classes, our, our videos... Yeah, it's it's good to go. So I hope, yeah, take advantage of it and let's, uh, let us uh, set you up for the water. Yep, I agree 100%. You got a ton of bugs. Got four, 420,000. We're working our way up to half a million by, by summer, hopefully. Nice. So, and then we've got another code that uh, we will bring up when we get into this topic. So be paying attention because it's same code, different thing. So just listen up. So let's get straight into it, man. Springtime runoff, huh? maybe, maybe, Who knows? right? But it's spring, so spring means BWOs. It does for most of the country. For about forty-eight states, it means BWOs. But I mean, you got listeners all over, right? East coast, yep. west coast, uh, Pacific Northwest, everywhere. Yeah, but you know, here in the Rockies and in uh, the East Coast, um, and then. Uh, a little earlier than us uh, in the Pacific Northwest, blueing olives are probably one of the biggest deals of the spring. Mm. So besides blueing olives, I mean, I, I think that's probably the most prominent hatch that everybody knows of. But what else are we going to see in the spring now? Right. So, yeah, Rocky Mountains and in West Coast, we have squala, stoneflies, which mm. is, has already been popping in there, uh, crawling out of the water about a size 12 to a 14 hook. And East Coast, we have more of the the winter black stones and early browns, similar sizes to a little bit smaller. So some early stonefly action. Uh, you know, trout are hungry and they're they're excited to to get a shot at some big juicy dries. Yeah, they do. They do love them some stoneflies, man. Right. We're seeing the first couple caddis pop, but Ooh. I mean across the board, it's it's going to be ninety percent wet fly action still. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm hoping hoping this year i haven't done it for like three years now but i'm hoping to get down the arkansas when the when the hatch starts moving up uh, the mother's day hatch that's never on mother's day yeah, it never is no it's been a long time right i mean if it, that's uh that's one to make your, your pilgrimage to colorado and the arkansas if you're listening from somewhere else yep it's uh these black caddis that just suffocate you when when the hatch is on yep i mean you you've got a i've, I've, I've said it once on this podcast i've said it probably four times wear a buff Wear your glasses all day long. Yeah. 
It doesn't matter what what's happening because you're going to eat bugs or they're going to be in your ears or they're, I mean, everywhere. But, uh, yeah, hoping that comes, I mean, below the surface, I mean, that's still where most of the action is. So, you know, we talk about hatches, we talk about dries. Egg patterns are really still the, the hottest thing going on in the spring, uh, coast to coast. If you got cutthroats and, and uh, rainbows in the water, they're dropping eggs. Yep. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, let's just get right into the, we'll skip all the way to the bottom on that. So, eggs spawning. We've got fifty-two eighty. They've got their. We've got the whole mind the red thing moving, and it's great movement. It's, it's great. It's really gaining a lot of steam behind it. But I think one thing that it's it's such a hot topic fishing in the spawn period. You know, I mean, people get heated over over anybody fishing during the spawn. Hmm. You know, and it's it's just one of those deals that I think you have to go into it looking at it is can you ethically fish during the spawn? And that's the way I approach it. I mean, if I go anywhere in, in fall for browns, you know, I'm always looking at it that way. Well, can I actually do this or am I going to be unethical about this if I do it this way? Right. Well, that's, I mean, that's a hard question. I mean, there's both in the hunting and the fishing world. I mean, there's regulations that the state that manages our waters and manages our, our uplands, they, they you know, set aside the regulations. I mean, should people be harvesting fish during, uh, during the spawn? I mean, ethically, I mean, if you want to protect and grow our fisheries, I mean, I would tend towards saying, no, you know, let's not harvest. But, I mean, as a fly fisherman, I'm kind of skewed on the, the catch and release. Right. I think we can ethically fish during the spawn. And in doing so, though, I think we need to educate people on there are certain fish that are that are fair game, and they're going to be you know staging in the deep pools, not actively on the reds. And then people need to learn to identify: this is what defines a red. Yep. These fish are actively spawning. This is where we're not stepping. And and there are spots that that should be off limits. Fish that are off limits. And I wish that the state would would get behind that with some of their their regulations and and uh, maybe some signage on the water. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree because it's. Um it's just one of those deals, man. If you if that if you don't know, you know, if you don't know by now, don't don't go fish during the spawn. Well, we can't leave it like that though. I mean, so the sport is growing exponentially. Right. There are so many new people on the water, and I think that's great. But I mean, unless you're you know, someone taught you, uh, you know, a lot of these people are starting fresh, learning on YouTube, yep. um, learning from books and podcasts like this one. You know, it's it's our job to educate them. Yep. Um, on the water on the South Platte a couple weeks ago, we were shooting some videos on, on how to fish during the spawn, and, and people were standing in the reds fishing to fish spawning, <laughs> but they're brand-new anglers, yeah. you know? So, I mean, just gently informing them, like, hey, this is why these fish are here. This is what they're doing. This is what's in that gravel you're standing on. They backed off. They came with me to the deep holes, and we, we showed them how to catch fish without yeah. hurting the fishery. And that's what, that's what needs to happen, you know? It's it's one of those deals that if you're if you're going in blank, you're 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 flipping a coin. A you're gonna get somebody that is nice and courteous about it, like you were, and teaching them. Mm-hmm. Or B you're gonna get an asshole, and you're gonna learn about it real quick from somebody that doesn't. You know what I mean? Just some of, you know how these added these hotheads are out there. Yeah. You know so. Luckily, they got the good side of the coin this time, but, you know, next time it, it, it won't be that nice. I don't, you know, I just, there's too many assholes in the world. 
And there's a for lot of everybody to learn from a nice guy. Yeah. Well, let's, should we define it for, for the listeners that are trying to figure it out? What, yep. how to identify reds? Yep. So, how about it? yeah. Uh, if you approach a river, typically, um, in the riffles, in the pools, the bottom of the river is going to be green and brown, covered with algae, covered with leaves and sediment. And what the trout are going to do is they prepare these reds or these nests where they're going to be spawning and laying their eggs. The hens or the females will go up into the shallows, into the riffles, uh, typically over pea size to golf ball size gravel. And they will begin fanning the bottom of the river with their tails. And when they do this, they are going to scrape and blow and fan the algae, the silts and the muck out of there. And you're going to get a bright spot as this algae scrape clean it's going to reflect the light of the sun, and we see this kind of bright, uh, light-colored rocks. That is our first indicator. Um, trout are typically spawning in, you know, gosh, four inches to maybe um, twelve inches of water. You know, we're not typically going to find large trout holding in these types of shallow waters. No. Um, they're vulnerable to predators. Uh, this is not their optimal habitat. So you see uh, these trout in the shallow water over these bright patches. That's an indicator that these fish are off limits. Um, that's your red flag that says they're spawning, they're creating the next generation, and, and we let them lie. Yep. For every trout we see sitting in those reds, there's probably 30 trout in the deep pool just downstream. Yep. And as far as I'm concerned, they're fair game. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, all, I'm 100% with you. Anything, anything where I can't see fish, and I mean, if I can see the red and I can see the fish on it, and then I can see the, strag- you know, the stragglers behind it. Mm-hmm. If I'm, you know, a good distance away, I'll fish to it. I won't fish to the red, but I'm fishing to those those hungry fish that are picking up the unfortunate eggs that uh, right. keep moving along and don't get stuck in the little undercurrent. And so what you're saying, though, I mean, and you can, as you, you, you know, in the spring flows, the water's low. It's generally pretty clear before runoff. Yep. And you can see, I mean, the off, off – uh, out of bounds fish in the spring on the reds are the rainbows and the cutthroats. But if there's a bunch of brown trout or brook trout downstream, just slurping up eggs, Gorgian. totally fair game. Yep. They're not spawning. Um, yeah. They're predators, and and we're an alpha, we're the alpha predator. You can take them out. Yeah, and and you know, and that's the thing is is spring fish to the browns, fish to the brooks. Fall comes around, fish to the rainbows. Right. Yeah. They'll reverse reverse you course. Know. Rainbows and, and cuts eat the brown and brook eggs. Yep. And the kokanee eggs. And the cokes. Mm, kokanee is good, period. So, <laughs> um, yeah, spawn, spawn fishing is a, that is a touchy, it's, I think it's getting better, though. I think it's definitely getting better, but it has been a touchy subject for a long time. Well, I, and I just think, you know, we got to be, we need to be gracious. Like, we need to be educators, be ambassadors for the sport and for the river. Um, yeah. So, you know, be gentle with people. Don't assume that they're, they're, they're doing it to be malicious. Um, yeah. Just they, they never learned. Yep. And that's it. A lot of these people just don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't know any better. Wear some polarized glasses. They will help you immensely. Yeah. Especially, especially in, in uh, spring fishing and fishing these around the reds or anything. You got to cut that glare down. You can see everything. Well, and if you're unsure of where to wade, you know, go into some of the deeper water. Um, these, the reds are in the shallow, fast riffles. Go ahead and wade in the runs, wade across the, the mouth of the pool, and, and you're going to be out of the danger zone, not stepping on the eggs. Yep. So that covers that one. 
Let's talk about let's talk about YouTube. Yeah, because you've been getting busier and busier on YouTube, from what I can tell. Yeah, it's uh, you know here we have a, a great you know face to face presence with uh, a lot of anglers here in the Rockies, and we do classes all over the Rockies. But uh, for for those anglers outside of uh, outside of our, our backyard, it's it's podcasts, and now YouTube is a great opportunity to really help unlock the science of the water give mm-hmm. people that fish eye view and help them catch more fish. So we're really putting a lot into our YouTube channel. Nice. And what, uh, what type of videos do you have up there now? Well, so our YouTube channel is under Ascent Fly Fishing, A-S-C-E-N-T, Fly Fishing. And we have several types of videos. I mean, the, the spirit and the, the dialogue that we have here on the podcast, um, we're trying to make it approachable, understandable. And uh, so we're breaking down a couple things. We have water-specific videos, and this is something that we are going to be looking to do across the United States, where we will go to a specific water, and without pointing out a specific, like, oh, this is the honey hole everyone needs to hit, we'll talk about the species of fish in that water, the access points, where it's at, and then as we go up and down that river, we're going to break down the unique habitat characteristics. Like, this section of the South Platte has these manufactured weirs. And these fish are going to be holding in the still water up here and the plunge pool here. And we break down above and below with video where to find the fish and, and fish this water. And then we look at the entomology, you know, actively saning the water, take it right to the fly box and show like in this season on this section of this river, these are the bugs, these are the flies. Right. And really unlock the water. Yeah. No, that's a good thing, especially if you're, if you're looking to go somewhere that you've never been. You know, it, it could be very hard to, um, it's getting a lot better these days, but I know back, you know, 15 years ago, it was hard to get a good fishing report that was accurate, that broke down everything, you know, for that time frame of, of where you wanted to go. Right. Well, and, and, you know, even a familiar water, sometimes people get stumped on the same water year after year. Um, so to be able to, instead of just hearing the fly shop, oh, it's a golden stonefly nymph, to be able to see a high-resolution video of the golden stonefly nymph next to the actual patterns and get the, the patterns and the colors called out to you. Yep. I mean, it really connects the dots. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's a good deal. And then you, I know you've got a couple uh, – I know you've got – you're going to do some more instructional stuff. I mean, not right. like not like river-specific, but more – Right. instructional kind of rigging videos too? Yeah, so we, we've started with some rigging videos. So uh, another one of the videos we just released was on how, how to rig and fish a, a bead uh, egg system. Yep. Um, so trout beads, uh, peg eggs, there's a lot of names. Um, but it's a, a great tool for fishing around the spawn and uh, real clean hookups. And yeah, step-by-step, step, how do you tie the knots? Uh, where are we fishing it? Why are we fishing it? The benefits of, of this system over or maybe a traditional egg pattern and and then, uh, yeah, we actually fish it and catch fish with it and, and show you how to do all that. Nice. If you're, if you're curious about beads, I highly recommend going to Ascent and getting the Peg Egg Kit. Ton of beads, ton of hooks, cheap price. Right. One, if you, yeah, you want to see what it's about, you know, check out the YouTube channel. And, you know, similar to, I mean, we're open. We're an open book. We want people to be empowered for the river. I mean, the comment sections on our videos are a place for our community, for the trout point community, um, for the world leaderboard to come together and say, you know, these are the techniques I like to apply with this. These are you know, things that have made me successful. So we can share that success and educate each other. And uh, yeah, I don't know at all. So I love to hear you know, their feedback and get their comments as well. Yeah. Yeah. You can get some, uh, 
You can get a lot of good stuff out of the comments. You get a lot of weird stuff, but you get a lot of good stuff too. Yeah. So. <laughs> always, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the big deal coming up, which is the fly fishing rendezvous in Golden. It's in Golden, yeah. Golden, Colorado. Yep. So coming up soon, a couple weeks out. Yes. So let's hear about it. So April 28th and 29th, we are going to be holding our sixth fly fishing rendezvous and the fly fishing rendezvous is a rocky mountain focused rocky mountain proud fly fishing event that focuses on education on local knowledge and brands and how to be successful on our waters i mean ideally hopefully in the future we can reproduce this in other regions but right now we have 53 rocky mountain based companies authors fly tires um, guide services and we have 40 hours of classes over these two days on the Casting Green, Tying Theater, and Speakers Theater. Right. And we're about equipping people for success on our waters with the pros that you know, make their livelihood and have built their businesses on our waters. Yeah. So how many, how many vendors did you have, or how many total did you have last year? You know, I think we, we had a few less, maybe like 48, 50, okay. something like that. So we're, we're maxing out the space. we got 10,000 square feet. Yeah, it's packed. There'll be. I mean, there is no wasted space. You're you're wall to wall looking at products, looking at looking at flies, watching guys tie, what, looking at artwork. I mean, there's everything. Yeah, and we have yeah a number of women owned businesses: Sarabella Fly Fishing, mm-hmm. Zen Fly Fishing, Engelher. Um, I mean, it is at all ages. Um, you know, open to to you know whatever your your sex or persuasion. Um, yeah, we want you there, and it is a safe place to ask questions to learn try new gear and get geared up for the season. Yeah. Yeah, and and one of one of the perks I will say is you can eat there. Yep. They they've got a great kitchen there. Well, and you know for those uh the so parents you can, you can plan a lunch. Yeah, yeah. You can take your kids and plan to eat there, walk around if they want something else, go get them a candy bar, go get them some chips. You know, it's all right there. <laughs> yeah. So easy. Candy makes it uh, makes it all easier for the kids. Oh yeah. But yeah, kids uh 12 and younger are all free. Okay. As well as all scouts, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, Cub Scouts, uh, all free in, in uniform. Nice. Uh, general tickets right now are eight bucks. Eight bucks in advance online. So okay. the website is flyfishingrendezvous.com. And yeah, eight dollars in advance online, ten dollars at the door. But we have a discount code for the Trout Porn Nation. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. So if you use the code Trout Porn at checkout, Seven bucks in advance, and you get a free raffle ticket. I mean, you can win books, rods, trips, casting cl- clinics. I mean, you name it. There's a lot of prizes. A lot of swag. I got, uh, I won a stonefly print last year. Oh, from, from Amy. From Amy, yeah. Yeah, up in Fort Collins. Yep. But yeah, we got companies from Montana, Idaho, Utah, um, Wyoming, and then, of course, uh, a lot from Colorado. But um, this event also benefits two really important groups. Yep. Um, Project Healing Waters, which uh, supports the, the wounded vets, uh, servicemen and women, uh, takes them out on the water. Um, they uh, get a free booth, and they get half of the proceeds of the raffle. And then Trout Unlimited, um, I mean, we would not have rivers. We would not have fly fishing if it weren't for the work and efforts of Trout Unlimited. They get uh, 10% of the door as well as half of the, uh, the raffle um, but Casting for Recovery, Colorado Women Fly Fishers, Federation of Fly Fishers are all other nonprofits that also you know, benefit from the show. 
Yeah. And there's there's a ton of stuff, man. I mean, there's rod companies, there's rod shops, there is um the tattered cover or the tattered Yeah, there's a, a fly fishing bookstore there. Fly fishing bookstore, you can get art, you can get glasses, you can get flies, you I mean, you can get anything you want to get. $10 a dozen on on all trout flies. Load up. But uh yeah, and, you know, the classes though, the opportunity to sit with the authors that you know developed these flies, the fly tires that developed these patterns, the authors that wrote the books on these waters is, is probably the greatest opportunity. And there's one class in particular that I'm going to be emceeing, and it's, it's a must-see if you ever fish the South Platte. So we have Landon Mayer, Pat Dorsey, Robert Younghands, and Dwayne Redford all on a panel breaking down the South Platte from South Park through the middle fork, through Deckers and Cheeseman, all the way down through Denver. And yeah, I was going to say that is every section. Between the four of them. Between, the, between those four. Right, and they, they probably have about 1,000 days a year combined on the South Platte. Yeah. So this is your chance to, uh, to you know, ask them your questions on, on this really frustrating and technical water that's full of big fish. Yep. So some of the speakers, I've got it open right here. We've got Joe Butler. Um, World record holder in a number of trout species. Yep, Matt Sprecher. For those of you that don't, uh, you don't know Matt. He's he's got this stillhead thing going on now, which is outrageous. I mean, they are fishing rivers in Alaska that no yep. one else has fished. Untouched runs. Yep. April Archer. Right, and she's with Angle Her, uh, female owned and operated uh, fly fishing company, but one heck of an angler and great mission, great purpose, uh, employing vets to make her rods. Super cool. That's a good deal. Uh, Jason Ostrander. And Jason owns the Gray Reef um, Angler and Wing Shooting Lodge up in uh, Casper. Mm. And actually, he built me my first fishing net back when I was a snot-nosed punk. I mean, I'm still a punk, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> but pretty the snot's awesome. gone. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to be doing some classes on streamer fishing and dry fly fishing in the North Platte. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to have to sneak away for that one. Uh, Karen Miller was in Tenkara. Yeah, and they are blowing up the Tenkara world. Yep. Uh, One of my personal favorites, Rick Takahashi. You know, you won't meet a a nicer guy. I mean, I I feel like I should rename the tying theater, the the wind tunnel, with all the fish stories that he and Phil and and Scott are sharing. But he ties, he's an artisan, and he ties beautiful bugs. Especially, I think he's doing a midge talk again this year. Yeah, I'm going to get in on that one, too. Uh, Like, like, Pete just said uh, Phil Iwane is a good one. He's one of the fly tires, Umpqua tire. Yep. Um, we have a number of, of big-name celebrity tires, and they'll be tying in the fly tying theater as well. That's Every cool. hour we got big screen classes on tying. Um, in case you're living in a cave, Pat Dorsey, you should know who he is, and Landon, mayor. Uh, we've got Robert Younghands, the, the bug guy. The bug guy. The yeah. other bug guy. <laughs> he knows more Latin than I do. He's, he's worth listening to. Yeah. Uh, Pete's got his talk on uh, breaking, down, was breaking down the water in two minutes. Yeah, I'm going to be teaching you how do you match the hatch, read yep. the menu in two minutes, and pick the best patterns. Perfect. Uh, Dwayne Redford, who I actually sent an email to and got a confirmation. All right. So, There'll be a trout point coming out with Dwayne then. Interview with Dwayne is a go. Uh, Steve Schweitzer. Right. Now, uh, Steve just wrote a, a new book of bass patterns, 
And uh, so he's going to be tying in the theater and presenting his talk on Rocky Mountain National Park. Yeah, so I mean, that'd be a good one if you want to unlock. I mean, because that's a big area, right? I mean, a couple. And if you want to get dialed, that's the one to listen to. You know, he's been all over that park, and a lot of you that you know might make your pilgrimage to Estes Park and get up to Rocky Mountain. Uh, you know, he has a, an awesome book on that, but this talk will, will really do it as well. Nice. And the, la- the last speaker here is Jeff Powell's, and this is just Saturday. I mean, we have another whole nother uh, you know, run up of classes on Sunday yeah. with totally different classes every hour. Uh, 10 hours of casting instruction with master certified instructors. Let's see, fly, fly casters. Uh, Paul Bowles right. of Yampa. Yep. yep. And uh, we have uh, John, Jonathan Walter, who's yep. a master certified instructor. And he, we actually have three other uh, certified instructors that will be you know, working with him. And they'll have some, some intro-level casting clinics. This is your opportunity. Usually it's $60 an hour to cast with these guys. This is, this is your opportunity to do it for free, and they can assess your, the ugliness of your cast and, and graciously and gently help you to correct that, give you that accuracy. Um, and their classes are great. I mean, how to cast in tight corners. Um, you know, these kind of situational casts that you know, add into your arsenal, teach you some new casts that you know, help you get some more fish on the water. Yeah. No, that'll be good. I think, I think last year I kind of sat there and, you know, it was, it's kind of a, it was, it wasn't slow, but I was, you know, making content the whole time. And I think I'm going to schedule my stuff this year better and hit a lot more classes. Absolutely. I wish, wish I could. <laughs> I'm <not sure. laughs> yeah. yeah. You're kind of, you're kind of stuck. I'm man. running and gunning. Yeah. Uh, fly tires. We've got Chris Kruger. Uh, what, um, He's, uh, I can't ro- think it was Rocky mountain fly fishing. Yep. He's got some great Mark Mountain Fly Design. Yes. That's yep. it. And he makes big bugs, big gnarly. Uh, the Darth, uh, oh gosh. He, he's got some, some crazy names. The Cheeky Sculpin, the yeah. Darth Invader, I think. He's got uh, some good Big stuff, articulated, uh, you know, equally effective on pike and muskie as well as trophy trout. Um, you know, s- some similar uh, styles to Kelly Gallup stuff, but nice. heavy heavy metal in the yeah, eyes. He's, he's got some legit patterns. And he's he's a Montana Fly Company yep. tire. Yep. Uh, like we said, we got Rick Takahashi there, Phil Awane, Steve Schweitzer is going to be tying, Matt Winkler. Right. He does a lot of really cool carp stuff. Ooh. If you ever uh, are into the brown water fishing, you can't get up to the hills. I mean, carp fishing is really coming on, and they are some crazy fish on the ro- uh, on the fly. Yep, uh, Eddie Whitry. Right. So Eddie's with Project Healing Waters. I mean, amazing guy. The work he's doing with the vets for the vets. Um, he's on the bighorn and knows it like no other. But he invents and ties some really amazing bugs. Yeah, and uh, Scott Stisser. Right. I met, I met Scott last year. I mean, he ties some. He makes his own hooks. Yeah. He, he ties Atlantic salmon flies. Yeah, on his own hooks. They belong in the Smithsonian. They're that yep. beautiful. And reading, reading this, it says he learned from the best, which is Andre Puyens, which if you don't know, was the inventor of Pugu. Oh, wow. That, I think that Rio used to make. They don't make it anymore. That was the best floatant in the world. I mean, the best. Can't find it now. Yeah. Uh, vendors, vendors, vendors. Holy moly. So I'm just going to list them here. You guys can. What they, yeah, they can check it out too online. There's do, a, yeah, there's check a it out. Go to, go to flyfishingrendezvous.com. I'll just name a couple. Waterworks, uh, Lamson, Travis Krause. Travis has some cool stuff. Cutthroat. 
Furled Leaders. Furled Leaders has some good stuff. Oh, you're bringing Force Fly Fishing. Yeah. Okay. Start. I want to go look at that vice. You got some really cool fly okay. vices and some, some neat attachments for that. Okay. So, yeah, Lampson, um, Fish Pond Fish in Pond. Patagonia. Patagonia. It's a little bit outside of the, the Rockies, but, you know, they got some amazing story, great uh, repair and replace. But they're going to be uh, being sold by Mintern Anglers. So okay. that's who's going to be showing gotcha. up. Gotcha. I was going to say Mintern, 5280, Water's Edge, which is uh, Jason... Oh, God. I can't remember his name. It's going to kill me. Uh, Haddock. Had- yep. And Had- yeah. Yeah, he, he ties yep. some awesome tube some flies, and, flies and pike and musky flies. He's got some good double deceivers, people. Uh, River Oracle, you know, Pete. Tyrite, the original Tyrite, Tyrite Jr. I yeah. love those things. Can't live without it. Uh, Denver Outfitters, Rocky Mountain Fly Shop. Rep Your Water. Rep Your Water. Amy McMahon, great artist. Uh, Stephanie Sondock. Great artist. Um, fly traps with Phil. Yeah. Phil's going to be there, my boy. So there's just. Fish on Colorado. Zen Tenkara. Finest fly tank benches. I have one of those. Yeah. Love it. I think I mean, it's awesome. I mean, it's, it's a lot of familiar faces. It's I mean, a lot to take in. Trusted brands. And yeah, just this is your chance to, to test it, talk to the pros, and just ask all your questions, get them answered, and have a great time. I yep. mean, it, yeah. I hope you can join us. Yeah, get there, people. It's going to be a good time. And so, yeah, again, uh, flyfishingrendezvous.com, and then use the code TROUTPORN at checkout. Um, get that free raffle ticket. I mean, this is your chance. Every vendor, every fly tire, every rod company, every lodge is giving free gear to this. We all donate the gear to the raffle to you and Project Healing Waters, you know, get the proceeds. But it, you can win that. Just sign up a little early. Tell your friends. Yep. Yeah, and you can you can buy some raffle tickets also. Absolutely. So, yep. And it, it supports don't, you know, to don't, you. And, you don't have to yeah. rely on the one free one. You can go and buy some more and give some more money to these great organizations and you know, take your 40 tickets and put it in something that you really want. Right. And well, cross you know, your fingers. <laughs> you know, and if you're in town, I, it's going to be a beautiful day. It'll probably be 70 in the Rockies, but you know, you can go to Cheeseman with 50 other dudes and get skunked, or you can actually learn how to fish it from Pat and Landon and, and, and you know, these big names. So yep. get on there, check out the classes, see what you want. You can't miss and, and plan on joining us. And yeah, be excited good to see you there. Yep. All right. So this next segment of the podcast is brought to you by my friends over at Western's Visions Lanyards. Uh, Western's Vision Lanyards is the home of unique and individually crafted lanyards crafted right here in the United States of America. These lanyards incorporate various natural stones, bones, and wooden beads, along with high-quality fitments, ensuring each one-of-a-kind lanyard will serve you well for many seasons to come. And remember, as Gary says, life is too short to fish with an ugly lanyard, so go to westernvisionslanyards.com. Okay? Uh, so we've got some random, a couple random Q and A things. So how's, how's, uh, where you been fishing? Let's, let's, let's go that route first and then we'll disperse the questions based on that. Yeah. I got out of the state over spring break. We went to Utah and, uh, spent a little time on the Virgin river in Zion, kind of skinny water. It was, uh, kind of, you know, they just had some snow and rain, but hard fishing, a few trout, um, Worked our way back uh, east and uh, looked at the Severe, spent some time there, and over by Bryce Canyon, and then the okay. Boulder Lakes. I mean, those 
I don't know. Your your listeners in, in Utah might be pissed if I mention them, but big tiger trout water. Ooh. Yeah, so it's about seven hours from Denver. But uh, if you want to go for you know two to five pound tigers, that's where they're at. It's on my list now. Yeah, we gotta go do some videos out there or do a podcast on the water. Oh, that'd be great. I'm I'm trying I'm trying to get that done this year, so we'll see how that goes with fish on Colorado. As a matter of fact. All right. So we'll see how that goes. So how how is the lake treating you? How's the how's the lake water? I've been hitting the still water a little bit, so I've been preaching it left and right. So. Right. Well, you know we're pre runoff still here. And, uh, I mean, that's something else we can talk about is the water levels, the snowpack levels here are, are pretty scary. Pretty but, uh, garbage. Yeah, I mean, uh, if, if you can hit it, uh, you know, before runoff or before turnover, um, yeah, I mean, the fishing can be pretty good. But, uh, yeah, it was slow when we were there. Uh, you know, a few midge hatches, mostly uh, uh, some little leech patterns and, and coronamated mergers. Yep. But, uh yeah, when you, when you got your whole family in tow and you're out on a camping trip working your way across a state, it's uh, oh, yeah. you get a few, you get a few casts in here or there and then and then you keep moving. Yeah, yeah, you can't uh, you can't stay and dial in your depth and then start fishing weed bed. You know, what I mean, you can't get everything dialed yeah. like you typically do. You got so. a few kids, you understand? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. My 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 time is like we've got 15 minutes to catch a fish or we're losing interest and we're done. Yeah, you well. Know? We'll keep working on them. And then when the tears start flying, it's, uh, you know how that is. <laughs> um, where have you been fishing in-state? You know, I've been spending a lot of time close to home, getting ready for the rendezvous. It's been busy, so, you know, the South Platte is kind of my, my go-to swing by uh, for a couple hours and, and, and try to get some fishing in. Nice. What have you been catching? You know, a lot of rainbows. A lot of rainbows. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a few few good browns here and there, but uh, mostly bows. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little concerned about the, the water levels. I mean, here in the, the front range of Colorado, for the most part, just up until recently, there is, we've been in the, you know, 60th percentile, 50th percentile for snowpack. And so they have been catching every ounce of water and holding it. Yeah. I mean, the South Platte through Denver, they're probably still only putting about five CFS out of Chatfield Reservoir. So they are holding everything they can. Ooh. Uh, Waterton Canyon was flowing at 13 CFS when we did our video on how to fish that on YouTube. Um, and, and that makes some, some challenging conditions for the anglers. Yeah. So I'm looking at a, at a snow tail update right now as of April 12th. So 70, 71% for the today. state, 70, 70 for the state. Right. South Platte. Any guesses? I would guess 93% of average. 92. All right. Arkansas Basin. Uh, I'm going to guess 61%. You're a cheating bastard is what you are. I'm not. 63. All right. Okay. Let's go with uh, San Miguel, Dolores, Animus, and San Juan. 34, probably. Wow. 36. Uh, that's horrible. Okay. This game is old already. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, uh, yeah, but it's, it's my Bible. It's... It's rough. The North Platte's 102, Yampa and White, in case you guys are curious, 88, Colorado drainage, 84, Gunnison, 57. So, and Upper Rio Grande, 38. So, rough. Very rough. Rough. No, no, no campfires this summer. No. No. And it's, it's, it's I, I hate going into these summers when you know it's going to suck. Well, you know, we just, we got to drive a little more. And we yep. got to be mindful of what that's going to mean. For the fish, their health. Low water, a lot of stress. 
Right. A lot of stress. The fish are going to be schooled up in a couple pools. And that low water, as that sun beats down, it's going to warm up quick and hit those those danger zones. Yep. So come summer, San Miguel, Dolores, uh, you know, Rio Grande, we're going to have to rest those waters. Yep. You're going to have to go really high into the watershed, fish the lakes, or go to a different watershed. That's it, man. Go to a lake. Go yeah. pick out some lakes that you've never been to and hike to them. And there are big fish there and not a lot of anglers. It is yeah. a ton of fun. Yeah. So... Snowpack not looking good. No. So, um, yeah, these shallow runs. Going to be ugly. Shorter rigs, fewer flies. I mean, a three-fly rig, there's just not enough water to dunk yeah. it in. Yeah. Go two flies. Go one fly. Go two. I, I was uh, – I talked to my last podcast that I went, I went and fished the, a river down south at, in uh, New Mexico where I grew up, and it's, it was like six, six and a half CFS, which for right now is typical. I mean, it's a trickle. You know, and it, it got down to the point where I was fishing at a surgeon's knot. I had a tag, I had an unweighted San Juan worm, and behind that, I had a two bit hooker. Right. And I mean, that was the perfect rig for that. Huh. You know, which you might have to use this summer if we if we don't get some water going. So right. Just be mindful. Don't stress the fish. Don't you know? Check the water temperature. Wet your hands. Yeah. Take a thermometer. I've got one on my back. Put it. You you lace that through the 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 laces of your wading boot. Yep. Clip it to the knot, and if that water temperature's you know holding and sustaining above sixty seven, sixty eight degrees, you got to move on. Let let it lie. Rest that water. Yep. Fish it in the morning, and then let it lie in the afternoon. Yeah. Which is really what you want anyway. Right. You know, fish it in the morning. Go hit a lake afterwards. Well, and, you know, your clients, I offer this to all of my clients or your listeners, just hit me up. Shoot me a text, uh, 720-580-9558. You have my mobile now. Shoot me a text. Let me know where you're at in the country, what you want to fish. I mean, I'll let you know what's hatching. I'll let you know what's happening. I'll drop some pins on Google Maps. Uh, I'm never going to sleep again. I mean, I'm going to get so many texts. Yeah, that might be, uh, they got it now. That might be rough. Or you can also do this. Call the voicemail line that I have set up for the podcast, 720-588-0316. If you got a question you want me to go over with with Pete, leave it on the voicemail. We'll play it on the podcast. We'll answer it. We love that. Yeah. Hit me with all your fly fishing questions, your fishery health questions, yep. habitat questions. Um, yeah, and we'll, I'd love to answer them for you, help you dial it in. So do that, people, before you go fish. Now, one other thing I like to do before I go fish is eat breakfast. So, what is what is your best breakfast before you go eat? What do you do? You have a superstitious breakfast? Let's get that question first. You know what? It's like, yeah, a pot of coffee is typically breakfast before fishing. Ooh. If you're at like fishing camp and you're away from home, you can do some beerios. You know, whatever. Uh, yep. Probably a you know something a little lighter as far as the beers go. No IPAs on the Cheerios, but uh, you know a lager or something. No, no carbones on the way out. No and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, man, beef jerky and, and coffee really fuels most of my most of my days on the water. Might add mixing some bourbon and cigars. Yes, definitely. See, I'm like a I like a Bloody Mary. That that's that's just setting it up for disaster, isn't it? Bloody Mary and a burrito. Oh, golden. Some green chili. Oh, uh, we I want to go fishing with you. You bring the food. Oh yeah, we can do that. We uh, need we should do a trip. We need to do a trip down to the San Juan. You've you been down? Oh yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah. Do Navajo? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Get a little fish heads breakfast burrito in the morning and have them do your lunch at the same time. Dude, it does not get any better. I love that shit. 
Love it. And it sets you up for a good day. That's the best part. So, uh, ooh, yeah, this just rolls right into it. Best snacks for a float, which you might have hit the nail on the head with jerky. Oh, it's very similar to my, my jerky, breakfast. Jerky, bourbon, and cigars. God, everything tastes better on the river. Yeah. I mean, I have a, a client. Uh, Proven his name's, fact. His name is Dominic, and he's a, this Italian uh, a barber, and he does prosciutto sandwiches and stuff. Oh, I, I want to go on. fishing with him. Yeah. 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 People hey. do it right. I just, I'm, I'm focus mode. It's, it's catching fish. Yeah, I I need if there's any charcuterie guys out there that want to go fish that'll do a nice little plate for lunch, holler at me. I will gladly go with you. No, if someone can make like a an IV that hooks onto your waiting strap yeah. and like a little catheter, you know, I'd just be the happiest guy. I just fish and and just keep going, man. <laughs> Have a little little rod up above you, yeah. feeding you, feeding you whatever you need. Feed me while I fish. Yeah, little one way port down at the ankle. <laughs> yeah. I like it, man. So, summer, summer, summer's coming up soon. I mean, it just seems like winter just ended. If it and if it ended, I don't feel like we even it's had it. Snow tomorrow. So. Yeah. But yeah, and that's that's true. It was a it was cold. I mean, it wasn't even that cold. You know, it was uh, it was a very temperate winter. Very little precipitation. Right. Could have been a long. It, it was a long fall, really. But summer's coming up, which means. Like you said, high mountain, high mountain lakes, rivers out in the middle of nowhere, anxious cutthroats. Oh, stoneflies and terrestrials, PMDs, and uh, huge caddis hatches. Like that, these are the days we've all been waiting for. You know, yeah. save up those sick days, take them in the summer, and go fishing. Yep, I love that. I've, I take. I'm going to take this year. I'm going to take the whole week of July the fourth off because my birthday's on the third, and I'm going to go fish these little places that I always fish back home. Back in New Mexico. Yep. Throw a zero, throw just a stimulator and a little pheasant tail on a zero weight or a three weight. Mm. Oh, all day long. Don't see anybody, nobody for miles. So, so what are those creeks called? No, uh, Nunyas. <laughs> that's that's the Nunya stretch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nunya business. Yeah, it's in the Notellum Mountains. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's hard to have a couple of those. Yeah, oh yeah, I love it, man. But yeah, summer's coming up, so. Um. You know, what, uh, like you said, stoneflies, caddis, hoppers, hoppers everywhere. Right. Oh, I mean, you know, cicadas, uh, late spring, early summer, you know, yeah. the Mormon crickets out west, um, you know, massive mayfly hatches. I want to, I want to fish some waters outside of Colorado. If, if there's some listeners that have a, a TU chapter or something that, uh, You'd like me to come do an entomology talk? Give me an excuse to to get out and, and go fishing with you. Let yeah, me know. exactly. No, that's a great. I mean, that'd be a great deal. Get some get some entomology action going on and go yeah. fish a new place. I want to get back up to uh, to uh, glacier. Um, I want to get back to the salmon. I want to get back to the Oahe. You know, that'd these are the cool. places. Yeah, yeah. Hit me up. Get, let, let me write this off. Give me an excuse to go. Yes. So holler at Pete. He will go. You got my mobile class. Teach you guys some stuff on some bugs, little, learn you up on all that stuff, and then you guys go fish. We'll float. You, yeah, just bring beef jerky and beer, and I'm happy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, man. What else you got? Any other topics you want to hit? You know what? Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm really excited about the rendezvous. I hope that uh, you know this really unlocks the water for a lot of people, and I hope that they, they send in their, their questions to your, your phone yeah. number, and uh, I'd love to hit up, uh, you know, 
Orvis and, and Tom Rosenbauer, they do a great job with their little fly box questions. Um, you know, we can do that. You know, ask a biologist. I'm, I'm here for you. Yeah. I mean, Pete is a, he's literally a phone call away. You guys send some stuff in. I'll call Pete and we'll talk about it. We'll record it, put it on. It's yeah. that easy. And, and yeah, know. I encourage them, you know, leave their comments on the, on the YouTube videos. Yeah, go watch um, the YouTube videos. If you like them, give us a thumbs up, subscribe, and, and tell us the type of content that you want to see, the rivers you want covered. I'll do it. We'll, yep. we'll, we'll go out there, we'll film it, and we'll cover it. Exactly. So, um, that's probably it, man. Unless you've got anything else you want to No, thanks for, thanks for having me back, Steve. Hey, anytime. You are always welcome, man. Always. So, with that being said, uh, don't forget, send your, quest- send, send your questions to podcast at troutpornnation.com. That's the email address. If you want to call and leave us a voicemail and tell me I'm a shitty host or something... <laughs> Seven two zero five eight eight zero three one six. I will play it on air, so you might want, might not, want to use your government name. Whatever, I'll air it. So this podcast was brought to you by Fifty Two Eighty Angler. If you are searching for expert guides and fly fishing fun on the front range, be sure to check out Fifty Two Eighty Angler. Uh, whether you're looking to sharpen your skills on the South Platte system, plan the perfect date, or host the ultimate party on the water, Fifty Two Eighty Angler has your trip covered. The guys at Fifty Two Eighty have the passion, the skill, and the experience to serve you. Find web specials at Fifty Two Eighty Angler dot com and check out check out recent trip pics on Facebook and Instagram at Fifty Two Eighty Angler. Fifty Two Eighty Angler is passionate about service and wild about fish. Come see us at the rendezvous. Maybe we'll record you on a podcast. You never know. Thanks, guys.